<laughs> Welcome to your Friday! <laughs> You're listening to Crooked News, where we bring you crazy news, hilarious history, and two listener stories. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> and the entire time we've been doing this. For- exactly. <laughs> this we is- should just cut it from the intro. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh. At this point... <laughs> well, honestly, probably, yeah. We're just going to hold out hope. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> All righty. So. <laughs> Tell me everything. Okay. So I just, I found so much joy in okay. this article that I found. And I I know that the name of this island cannot be pronounced this way oh no (laughs) but i'm going to pronounce it this way anyway i'm so excited (laughs) because this is a comedy podcast yes so this and this is from thailand and we're still sick by the way yeah anyone was wondering (laughs) yeah just what didn't We're kill me should have tried hard so we don't for, harder. Reinfect each other. Well, yeah, I said whatever killed me should have tried harder. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Uh, so this is from the fuck it news. The fuck it news. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, I'm here for it. <laughs> Uncle nephew arrested while loading 120 kilograms of marijuana into Tuk Tuk in Fuck It Town. Fuck it town? Mm-hmm. Or bucket town? No, fuck it. Oh <laughs> my god. It's probably... That's my new favorite place. I want to m- go. Me too. <laughs> I want to go so bad. It's spelled P-H-U-K-E-T. Oh my god. And... <laughs> it sounds like that's exactly how you say it. Yeah. So... <laughs> And it is repeated. It is repeated constantly in this article. So you're welcome. This is in Thailand. Oh, it's in Thailand. Okay, Mm -hmm. so then it probably isn't pronounced. (laughs) (laughs) Probably like Phuket or something. Yeah, which is still funny. (laughs) Yes. Oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah. So. Wait, so you said uncle nephew. Is it an uncle and a nephew? Or yeah, is it uncle and okay. a nephew. Are we in an incestuous place? <laughs> I don't believe so, but we can go okay. there. <laughs> we can go there if we this needs to go there. Go there. <laughs> <laughs> We're from Kentucky. It can always That's go true. there. <laughs> Not Eastern Kentucky, though. Mm. <laughs> Well, really go there if we're in Eastern Kentucky. Did I tell you that I accidentally dated my fourth cousin? And I didn't. Of course not. <laughs> what? Yeah, I um, met him at the mall through a mutual friend. And um, he and I got to talking and we liked each other a whole lot. And a connection, did you? We did. And um, I told my mom about him, and she in turn told her mom about him, and her mom said, wait a minute, what was his last name? And so I told her, she said, oh, I don't think I mentioned, we have some people with that last name in our family, and that name sounds really familiar. 
so I had to ask him. I said, hey. Are you related to any ghosts? <laughs> well, no. Like, it's it wouldn't be on my dad's side. It would have been on my mom's side. Oh, true. Yeah. What yeah. Your mm-hmm. What's your mom's? Um, oh, don't say that. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> too many people would get, be able to get into my accounts. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but <laughs> that was a trick. <laughs> this is bait. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but no, she, so he said, oh, yeah, that's, that's my mom's name. And I was like, oh, well. <laughs> We probably shouldn't see each other anymore. Yeah. And he said, you know what? We're fourth cousins. It's only illegal if it's third cousins. Oh, my God. Third cousins and down? Yeah. Third cousins and oh down is the only God. thing that's illegal, which only a Kentuckian would know that. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's true. But we that did not go anywhere. <laughs> And yeah, I would have been like, uh, weirdly doesn't help. <laughs> I'm weirdly still not comfortable with this. Yeah. My so, ex had that same thing happen to him. Seriously? Did he I live in Kentucky? Like his second cousin, though. Huh? I said, did he live in Kentucky? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It's uh, he was from a t- he was from a similar county to where I live, so it was another middle of nowhere area where everybody's kind of related to everybody. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. you know, through marriage or you know whatever, because everybody you know intermingles. They're in tenth grade. Yeah. <laughs> has seven kids, then gets violently divorced and punches their husband in the face, and then <laughs> marries this either the same person or that person's brother, or you know, mm-hmm. just all that shit. Yeah. And, Kind of like where I used to teach, too, where everybody was like, oh, yeah, we used to be step-siblings, and oh, yeah, we used to, <laughs> we're actually cousins, but ex-cousins, kind of, because <laughs> it's just crazy. Yeah, it is. But yeah, I think they were, like, second cousins for real, though, and they didn't know, because, like, not everybody's families, of course, like, keep up with that shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's there's a lot of people out there who haven't met their second cousins. Well, I haven't met any of mine, really. I've met, right. I've met, like, two uh, him well, right, and it's just been like you and your mom like yeah beaten through life together yeah and then my other cousin that i knew of was in her fucking 60s so oh, like, Jesus. i didn't think i was in danger no. <laughs> turns out i was yeah <laughs> out of nowhere mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like i meet this right, motherfucker so at the mall okay huh? I'm like, I meet this motherfucker at the mall, and he's my cousin. It's so it's funny. not fair. Oh my God. Okay, so Fuck It Island. Okay. <laughs> at a press conference held at Fuck It City Police Station. Oh, my God. <laughs> I told you. They keep Sir, repeating it. There can be no profanity. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck It City Police Chief called Thierwatt. Thierwatt. Sure. Liam Swan. Fear-a-lot? His name is Fear a lot. No, it's Fear a Fear a lot. T H T H E. Oh, Fear. Okay. Uh huh. I was like, he's a he's <laughs> he's a police chief, chief, and his last name is Fear. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> but it's Fear. Okay. Fear. Fear a lot. Liam Swan. Okay. 
<laughs> explained, <Okay. laughs> explained that the arrest followed a tip-off received yesterday that claimed that contraband from Bangkok was delivered to Soy Nimit 2 off Ong Sim Phi Road in Phuket Town. Nice. Yes, this is the greatest thing I've ever read. <laughs> in Phuket Town. <laughs> We're going to hell. <laughs> oh my god, this is so funny. <laughs> and you know 12. what? Okay. I'm, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Can you just imagine that town meeting? Oh, fuck it. I don't know. That's the name. <laughs> <laughs> Order in the fuck it town meeting. The no use of the word profanity. Now, if our fuck it... <laughs> if our officer, the officers of the fuck it city council... <laughs> Oh my god! Uh. <laughs> oh my god, we have been laughing entirely yeah. too long at this. Okay, that's that's gonna be the name of my city. Um. Oh my god, it's amazing. <laughs> the contraband would be wrapped in parcels, but without any information of sender and receiver on them. The informant said. Acting on the information, officers moved in at 9 p.m. after they saw Shiwat Simasawat, 54, sure. and his nephew, Chana Chulak, 44, mm-hmm. so they're only 10 years apart, um, arrive, oh my. Yeah, arrive in a tuk-tuk and start loading cardboard boxes into it. What is a tuk-tuk? I don't know. A boat? Uh, I don't... I don't know if it's a boat. I didn't look tr- too deep into it. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Okay. I have no idea. I just thought it was funny. Someone tell us. <laughs> We're not going to look it up. No, I don't care enough. <laughs> no. I just thought the name was funny. It's <laughs> a funny word. <laughs> get in, get in, jump in your tuk-tuk in Fuck-It Town. Yes. <coughs> Oh, Lord. (laughs) Inside the boxes were 98 packs, 22 yellow packs, and 76 red packs, containing a total of 120 kilograms of dried, can't talk, marijuana. (laughs) Dried. Dried. I'm drunk. (laughs) Already. Um, Yeah, I started drinking before we got on here. Um, Oh, okay. (laughs) Colonel Colonel Thirawat said, Shiwat and Chana were brought to Fuckett City Police Station and charged with the possession of a Category 5 drug, he confirmed, while the two suspects sat in front of the press while wearing ca- crash helmets to hide their faces. What the hell? <laughs> Why are they wearing <laughs> crash helmets? Oh my god! They take this shit seriously in Fuckett Town. Seriously? You put a bag on your head! <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> no, we had to go full on helmet. Oh my god, they look like crash dummies. <laughs> uh, Chaiwat and Chana told the press today that one was a fisherman and the other a normal employee, and police made no mention where the tuk tuk driver was at the time Chaiwat and Chana were arrested. Oh my god. <laughs> Chaiwat told the press today that he had ordered the marijuana from Bangkok through a line contact using the name Kwam Kid th- or Thought in Thai. Mm-hmm. Um, Chaiwat explained that he was called by a man to deliver the marijuana to a department store in Rosada and that he would be paid um, 5000 whatever their 
currency <laughs> is. 5,000 monies. <clears throat> 5,000 monies for making the drop. <laughs> <laughs> However, he and Shanna were arrested while moving the marijuana to the tuk-tuk. <laughs> oh, my God. Shanna, however, said... You sound so racist. <laughs> I hope no one thinks we're being racist. We're not. just funny. <laughs> I just... This How do you spell tuk tuk? T U K dash T U K. Okay, that's what I thought. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah. <clears throat> Chan, however, said that he did not know what was in the boxes. He said that Shywat had asked him to help move the boxes and for that he would give him some money. Oh, I was just moving them. Yeah, for just a moving them. <laughs> <laughs> it's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Colonel Thirawat said that police are continuing their investigation to track down the person in Bangkok who arrest who arranged for the marijuana to be delivered to fuck oh, it. Oh, it's a rickshaw. It's a rickshaw? What's what's that? Yeah. Huh? What's that? <clears throat> a rickshaw? It's a um well this these look like they have motors. Oh, it's a oh. Maybe a tuk tuk isn't is a motorized one. So usually, you know, like in India. And other places over across the pond, there's like the dude on a moat on a usually it's a bicycle, like pulling a carriage thing behind him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's that, but these have motors. <clears throat> oh, so wow. So it's a three wheeled vehicle. Oh, okay. And it's like a cab. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Oh my god, there's a picture. So it's just like a tiny little thing that they you can just like buzz away on. It's yeah. not something that you would think of to be For like a getaway oh, car. Thousands of dollars worth of contraband drugs in and try and make a quick getaway. <laughs> I'm gonna send you a picture of this because this, okay. this is hilarious. You should see this picture of them with their fucking crash helmets because it's with it's crash incredible. Elements. Yes. This is totally open. People can see you. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, God damn it. <laughs> we oh didn't. Oh, my God. <clears throat> they didn't think of it. No. <laughs> uh, not a well executed plan. No, not at all. <laughs> I'm just, I'm crying. This is so funny. <laughs> I, All right, there you go. Okay. It's not like I it's... It. Okay, awesome. It's not like... It's not... Oh. Oh, shit. My messenger's not going to let me see it. But I... It'll let me see it in a few hours. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to upload this to the drive real quick. So that you can see them and their crash helmets. Okay. <clears throat> um, oh, fuck me. That's not my drive. But, like, it, it's just the name of the town, and it just kept being used in the article, and <laughs> it just was... over and over and over again. They just did not stop. Um, <laughs> that's That was what made it, just in fucking yeah, town. Yeah, for real. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, All right, what's next? Okay. The next one... <clears throat> Did you know, or do you know of the rapper Akon? No. Okay. Of course not. Well, <laughs> he is, um, he's been a rapper for a very long time, and okay. that didn't show up. Oh, yes, it did. Okay. Refresh the drive here in a second, and you'll get to see this picture. <clears throat> okay. Um, so, he 
is one of my favorite rappers. Um, has been since I was a kid. And he's from Africa. He he has a great song called Mama Africa. Um, it's not oh, wait, like... here it is. You see it? They're just, like, sad. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> so dejected. They're just, like, <laughs> sitting with their heads down. <laughs> like, oh, man. <laughs> oh, we're in it now, they boys. really got us. <laughs> <clears throat> oh. <clears throat> wow, guys. Yeah. Solid effort. Yeah. Solid effort. <laughs> A for effort. Yes. <laughs> okay, back to your story. Okay. I'm sorry. So he has a great song called Mama Africa. If you haven't heard it, you should listen to it. It's not hard rap. It's just, it's kind of uplifting and really cool. But anyway, um, apparently he's been gifted um, 2,000 acres for his own purposes in Africa. And mm-hmm. he petitioned 18 months ago <clears throat> to start his own city. And it finally went through. So <laughs> it what? It finally went through. But it's Whoa. not any kind of city. Um, rapper Akon kicks off construction for world's first crypto city. Oh my god. So this is in Senegal, Africa. Um okay. <clears throat> it's going to they're going to build Akon City, a 2,000-acre metropolis that will trade exclusively in a digital currency called Acoin. Okay, wait a second. Wait a second. Mm-hmm. His name is Akon. Yes. He's naming the city Akon City? Yes. And the currency is going to be named after him as well? Yes. In a pun, play on words... <laughs> Of his own name? Yes. Okay, Kanye West is no longer the most arrogant person in my book of rappers anymore. This dude is so fucking full of himself. What the hell? Oh my god! How much do you love yourself that you're going to make a whole city, name it after yourself, and then make your own currency and name it after yourself? Who the fuck's going to live there? You know what? What are your citizens going to be called? Aconites? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude. So. <laughs> this is. Oh, my God. This is going to be. This is going to be interesting to see. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> this... He's going to start Wakanda, but he's going to name it after himself. Yes. <laughs> that sounds like. <laughs> Which, you know what? You do you. Like, if you have... I mean, sure. But it, <laughs> it just seems a little self-serving to name everything after yourself. <laughs> I'm a little con- concerned that it might become a little bit of a cult. <laughs> well, white scientists have been doing this forever. <laughs> so... What? Naming things naming after... Naming cities after themselves? Not naming cities, but... No, they name diseases. <laughs> no. Yes, that's very different. <laughs> but that's very, very different. It is very different. But Or it gets named after the most famous person who catches it. Yes. Like Lou Gehrig's disease. <clears throat> huh. <sighs> he was a baseball player, not a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case anyone was wondering. <laughs> 
we have some young listeners so (laughs) (laughs) i just wanted to clarify yeah yeah thank you (laughs) so um i'm not going to be able to do these names justice so forgive me in advance I know we just spent so 30 minutes making fun of Fuck It Town, but <laughs> you can't not. Um, yeah. So the singer is of Senegalese descent and first revealed plans for Africa's most futuristic metropolis over 18 months ago. I mean, that's super cool. <clears throat> yeah. At the time, he said... It's the, crazy that he has the money to do that, though. It is, but he's also been in the rap game a long time. Well, that's true, and I guess um, the property value probably isn't... I mean, I'm sure that's shitty of me to say, but, you know. And it was gifted to him. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, at the time, he said the city will be built on 2,000 acres of land gifted to him by the president of Senegal, Mackie Saul. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. So it, he's not, I'm guessing he's not having to pour as much money into this as Well, he's not purchasing the land. I'm yeah. sure he has to fund the building of all the buildings. Oh, well, yeah. Absolutely. The creation of his own currency. Yes, which is a coin. <laughs> <laughs> what is it like fucking Bitcoin? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So reports suggest that Akon City will be built in the seaside village of M- I'm just going to spell it M B D O M B O D I E N E. Um Mibodine, yep. yeah. 5 minutes from sure. Senegal's new international airport. It's billed as oh, an en- wow. yeah, it's billed as an environmental campaign and a sustainable tourism village. Last week, oh, Acon that's super cool. Yeah, last week Acon also signed a memorandum of understanding with Se- Senegal's state-owned tourism company at Safco, according mm-hmm. to Lad Bible. I haven't ever heard of that, but it's no, me neither. This is really cool. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it seems cool. I just still think it's crazy to ca- to name it after yourself. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> That's so silly. <laughs> you're but, you're a musician. You're clearly creative. What? Come up with a name. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when Kanye and Kim named their kid North. Yes, Northwest. <laughs> Which so, is actually a really fucking cool name. <laughs> North is a really cool name. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> he sounds like a fucking Viking badass. <laughs> My name is North. <laughs> you know what it does. I <coughs> love it. You know, that's what they called uh, Santa. Have you ever seen that movie Rise of the Guardians? No. The one with, uh, uh, it's like got Santa and the Easter Bunny and Jack Frost. And Jude Law plays the bad guy and... It's really, really good. Uh, anyway. I know of it, but I haven't seen it. It's amazing, and you're going to borrow it next Christmas. Okay. Um, but <laughs> um, the the Santa character, everyone calls him North. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. He's played by Alec Baldwin. Oh, well. With a strong Russian accent. It's really funny. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and there's yetis that do all the toys instead of the elves. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Because the elves are too busy just, like, playing with Christmas lights and eating cookies. And they're, they're basically the equivalent of the chicken in Moana. Like, they're <laughs> just being silly. And I love it. Like, Jack is in the workshop, and he's like, I thought the elves made the toys. And he goes... You let them keep thinking that. And they're just like, <laughs> decorating one elf with lights and like a Christmas tree. And he's like, good job. Keep up good work. Oh. 
It's so funny. That's adorable. Oh, God. Um, okay, so the Singer's cryptocurrency, Acoin, is expected to launch early July, but the Acon City project will take considerably longer. It's a 10-year mm-hmm. building block, so we're doing it in stages. We started construction in March 2019, and stage two is going to be 2025. Um, Are they going to have, like, a city hall and everything? Uh, I, I I believe so. They're calling this the savior for Africa. Um, That's really cool. Mm-hmm. According to Euro News, building the futuristic city is estimated to cost $2 billion. Whoa! Which is not much, really. Not as much as I thought it would be, but I can't yeah. fathom $2 billion. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't At either. All. But, like, I... <laughs> <laughs> but, like, if in the... In the thought of building a city that doesn't seem like enough almost that's insane yeah um akon is the elias of 45 year old alime tiam um we're just gonna call him akon um mm-hmm. in recent years the 45 year old has branched out from his musical career into entrepreneurship and charitable works one of his first ventures was akon lighting Lighting Africa, which is providing solar power to African countries. Oh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. The new city will be... Because, I mean, that's their most plentiful resource is the fucking sun. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, the new It's c- really everyone's most plentiful resource. We really <laughs> should all be using solar power. We, yeah, we really should. <laughs> uh, uh, we destroyed the ozone layer enough. A lot of UV gets through. Like, let's harness that for... Like, <laughs> our benefit, please. Exactly. <laughs> love your love the thought process going on here. Seriously. Um, so the new city will be all renewable, the Acontainment Solar City. Acon nice. argues that blockchain can enable Africans to become less dependent on their governments. I think that blockchain... Oh, that's and, awesome. Mm-hmm. I think that blockchain and crypto could be the savior for Africa in many ways because it brings the power back to the people. Cryptocurrency... Well, sorry, and I'm just going to interrupt you for a second. And that's like a major um, sociology... It, it's not... I wouldn't consider it a theory, but I think you have to call it a theory that yeah. like... Um, the only reason like white people rose up to conquer the way that they did is because of the way that Pangea broke up and the resources fell. Mm-hmm. Like if the resources had been in Africa, that would have been the power center of the world. If it had been in Asia, it would you know what I mean? If yes. it had been in South America or in North America, even mm-hmm. of course, and then and then of course you know like we don't really know because of course like our native people here were very much about like communal living and like not you know having property and of course there's a Mm -hmm. wealth of resources here but yeah you know because of mentality of people that can also go another way but they were also living and thriving here Mm -hmm. so it's just you know it's just it's just kind of down to where the where the where the chips fall and i think this can be an amazing equalizer like not that people in africa are less than at all that's not what i'm saying but like their economy definitely suffers because of the lack of resources in the on their continent Mm -hmm. and it's not because people in Africa are less intelligent or anything like that. It's truly just like the way the cards fell. And like, because there are geniuses in every culture, there are geniuses in every country and every race and every every corner of the world. And there's stupid people at every, you know, it's it's equal and opposite. You can have a fucking genius who was born in a hut somewhere mm-hmm. and he can never make the scientific discoveries that he was 
that he's, you know, capable of making because he can't get out of his situation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, the same thing happens here in America sometimes just be, due to, fin- you know, just, uh, well, a lot, I would say, due to financial situations and things. Like, you know, like your mom. Like, your mom didn't have the financial resources to go off and you know, continue with the school that she wanted to do and yeah. sh- and stuff like that. Like, it's just mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of circumstances that play into this. And this could be a really cool way to kind of help alleviate some of that for a large amount of people. So that is really cool. Exactly. And if we could start doing this on a larger <laughs> scale, like, oh, yeah, I-, I would just I would love to see where this goes, because if this works and we could translate it into a larger scale, like it would be an equalizer for everyone. You know. Oh yeah, it would. It would would solve a lot of problems. It would. I I can see a lot of benefits to this. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Um, it's. I think it sounds crazier though because cities generally spring up organically, mm -hmm. kind of on their own. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Bowling Green is unbelievably huge compared to what it was 20 years ago you know what I'm saying just Mm -hmm. because people keep coming to it through industry or you know of course they generally settle on a river which is what you know it's situated on Barren River and yeah like then it becomes a a source of trade and then businesses move in and then you know what I mean and Mm -hmm. it it just kind of grows organically no one sits down and says we're gonna build a city here you know what I mean yeah yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) so it sounds a little radical to just be like I'm gonna build a city (laughs) and we're gonna do it now and we're going to name everything after me I'm gonna pay for all of it (laughs) 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 it's just like uh what I'm sorry (laughs) um But this is just so cool. Um, Cryptocurrency and blockchain technology offer a more secure currency that enables people in Africa to advance themselves independent of the government. Um, Yeah. And apparently... I would be very curious to see how this advances. I'm really scared that it's going to get (laughs) culty. Yes. Yes, I'm a little scared of that, too. But (laughs) especially if he erects like a statue of himself (laughs) in the middle of the city or something. (laughs) And then it turns into let's worship Akon. And then then Akon needs 10 wives all of a sudden. And then now we're in trouble. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Everyone's bringing 10% of their... Their livestock to Akon or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and their tithe to Akon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it just makes me laugh. Yeah. But mm. I, I like to believe that he's doing this out of the goodness of his heart. Oh, yeah. For the most oh, part. Oh, yeah. We're obviously just making fun. <laughs> but I. That's really cool. It's really cool. I'm really excited about it. I love that. Me too. Um. Okay, so That's this part last of why one. I loved Black Panther so much is because like you got to see, you you it showed people in Africa thriving instead yeah. of struggling all the time. You yes. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it painted them in a way like you know with Shuri being so incredibly fucking smart and like you know because that's truly that's really all we see in 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 cinema. Yes, when you it go is. to Africa, you see people who are struggling unless you're in South Africa, which of course has white people in it, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, all we see are the commercials of kids who were starving and it I I just I loved that we were able to see a tribal society that also was able to thrive and 
do well for themselves do well for themselves and become like a commanding power of the world like that's amazing yes and still held to their tradition like i just think it's so it was such a good movie (laughs) i loved it it is it's still one of the best marvels made um oh yeah but are you ready are you ready i would eat chitala with a spoon okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he is delicious. oh my god me um <laughs> so are you ready for and this and mbaku mbaku can get it <laughs> oh my god <laughs> he can he and his gorilla suit or whatever no 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 leave the suit on <laughs> <laughs> oh oh we're learning things we're in a place <laughs> Next story. <laughs> All right. So this is by... Is this your last one? Yeah. Um, okay. This is by Lee Brown for the New York Post. Okay. Kansas man... Oh. Wants to... We're s- traveling. Yes, we're traveling. We've moved from Florida, man. We have. Kansas. All right. <laughs> Kansas man... Wants to settle ugly custody battle with trial... Ugly custody battle? hmm Oh, sorry. An ugly custody battle. I yeah. thought it was because of an ugly person. I'm oh, sorry. No. I'm... I'm... My my brain is still thinking about T'Challa and Baku. <laughs> <laughs> we'll continue with your story. <laughs> but continue <laughs> with your bullshit. Hey. <laughs> I was pretending to be you talking to me. I know. (laughs) I was coughing. I'm sorry. You're okay. (laughs) I was just reminded of the John Mulaney bit where (laughs) where he (laughs) is talking about Petunia. You, the things I have seen, cocksucker. But you, tell your jokes. (laughs) The things I have seen, you cocksucker. (laughs) (laughs) You silly baby man. Okay, so he wants to settle ugly custody battle with trial by combat with Japanese swords. Oh, damn. (laughs) What? (laughs) Wait a second. With his wife? Mm, His ex-wife. Well, yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He wants to settle a custody battle Mm -hmm. using trial by combat. Yes. In 2019. Yes. 2020. Yes. Okay. And he, <laughs> he's just, this is a man. Did he watch too much Game of Thrones? <laughs> what the fuck? This is a, a man. trial by combat. Yes. This is a man who has just had enough. And oh my God. <laughs> and we'll see why. So. <laughs> okay. A Kansas man has thrown down the gauntlet to his ex-wife and her attorney. Literally. Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> Seeking court permission. Great choice of words. Yes. <laughs> Seeking court permission to settle their child custody case on the field of battle with a sword fight. I don't think that's legal. Oh, but it is. It is. Oh my god. And I'll tell what? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. David Ostrom, 40. 
claims in court papers that ex-wife Bridget Ostrom, 38, and her attorney, Matthew Hudson, have already destroyed him legally in their ongoing legal battle in their hometown in Iowa. I know. Yeah, Iowa. (laughs) (laughs) I now wish... Sounds like a planet when you say it. (laughs) (laughs) I make things more fun. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I love you for it. (laughs) Thank you. I'm still going to correct you. Oh, you're my Phoebe. <laughs> I am, and I own I it. You. I love you, too. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we haven't seen each other in going on, like, two months. Like, it's <laughs> crazy. It's really sad. That's not true. We went and saw Little Women. Oh, well, yes. Yeah. But we, like, we haven't been able to record in person in, like, two months. No, we and haven't, it's, like, hung out yeah. probably in a while <laughs> since before Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it's... Yeah. <laughs> There's a hole oh, in my soul for you. Yes, mine too. Oh, thank you. I love we'll you. We'll remedy it soon. Yes. So, <clears throat> this is a quote. Okay. I now wish to give them the chance to meet me on the field of battle, where I <laughs> where I will rend their souls from their bodies. Oh my God. He said he's going to kill them. Yes. <laughs> oh my god he he wrote in the filing but, he but, <laughs> but dueling is illegal no it's not yes it is we're, we're coming to it we're coming to it i promise oh my god okay so he asked the judge for a three-month delay so he could obtain japanese samurai swords ready for his planned combat alstrom of Paola said he got the idea after seeing the New York case of Richard Luthman, the Staten Island attorney who also sought trial by combat to settle a beef with another lawyer and his clients. To what? Th- yeah. To Why this. Did no one know about that. I know, right? I hadn't I heard about it either. Stupid. I literally sat in a nail salon and watched a nail report, a, a news report, not a nail report, <laughs> a nail report, a, <laughs> a news report about why you shouldn't put your nice knives in the dishwasher <laughs> and how you should and the proper way to towel dry your hair <laughs> and cut an orange. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? You could have been learning about this, but you played. What in the actual <laughs> fuck? <laughs> That's, yeah. It was a legit news report. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I believe it. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, to this day, trial by combat has never been explicitly banned or restricted as a right in these oh. United States. My God. Uh, he added that it was used as recently as 1818 in British court. He, well, that's Britain, though. Yeah, but um, it, that's it's not Kansas. Yeah, but still, it's never been explicitly banned or restricted as a I right really in the United thought States. Thought that dueling was illegal. Mm-mm, not explicitly. He he told the Des Moines Register that his wife could choose her attorney as her champion to stand in for her in battle. Oh my god. Oh my god. And we've got another quote. <coughs> I think I've so I think I've met Mr. Hudson 
Mr. Hudson's absurdity with my own absurdity, he told the paper. If Mr. Hudson is willing to do it, I will meet him. I don't think he has the guts to do it. Oh my god, that's so funny. Hudson referred to I him. I kind of love this guy. I do too. He's he's just <laughs> had it. He, he has oh had god, it. He's done. <laughs> he's like, fuck it, I'll kill him and I'll do it legally. <laughs> Seriously. Hudson referred oh to himself as the potential combatant and his own cheeky legal response filed in Shelby County District Court. Although the respondent and potential combatant do have souls to be rendered, they respectfully request that the court not order this done, Hudson wrote, according to the reports. He noted that the potentially life-ending ramifications of a duel surely outweigh their fight over property tax and custody issues. Seriously. Judge Craig Dresmeyer wasn't amused. Until the proper procedural steps to initiate a court proceeding are followed, this court will take no further action concerning any motion, objection, or petition filed by either party at this time. The judge ruled. Oh, shit. He's just like, you guys go to a timeout. <laughs> we're done. We're, we're just fucking done. We're, we're seriously done. It, it's, it's enough. And you're going to go to your corners until you learn to talk to each other like goddamn adults. Yes. We are not amused. <laughs> but I found oh, that was Lord. my segment. There were beautiful things that I found. That was amazing. And had to share. I really, truly thought that dueling was illegal. It's apparently not. I'm going to have to look that up. Killing people is illegal, but... Maybe I'm... Th- thinking of other another country i know mm-hmm. it's illegal in france mm. but i find it really funny that i could literally walk up to someone with a glove in my hand and whack him across the face and say i challenge you to a duel and I, <laughs> it would be completely legal and we could go forward yes that's so funny yeah, like i'm sure and terrifying yeah i'm sure there would be like a lot of legal contracts to get through oh, both yeah. parties would have to be <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah. Willing to you know do this. You know what used to be? You just, like, pace away from each other and then turn around and take turns shooting. And then if neither person, neither person like, makes hit, makes a hit, then, like, it's over and done with and the argument's put to rest. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> such a silly way to solve things. Oh, just fuck it. Let, cha- <coughs> let fate do it. See, this is what happens when we put fucking men in charge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Silly childish behavior like this. Oh my god, that's so funny. I personally am all for it. <laughs> like, you know <laughs> what? Trial by combat. Like, I will rent their souls. Oh my I god, will respect so the results of the duel. <laughs> <laughs> Angela, you have to stop this. No. <laughs> oh my god. Two different sets of men have fought over you? Oh. I guess they have. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. Okay, well, let's take a quick break. Okay. Awesome. I'm so excited for your segment. All right. So mine is not nearly as good as yours just was. Oh, I'm sure yours is great. (laughs) it's okay. Uh, So I took some inspiration from the fact that right now is a time of... uh, you know, people are making resolutions and shit like that. And most of them to work out more. And uh, 
Yes. Kay and I have both been slacking on those because we've been so fucking sick we can't breathe. But so. I, I actually redeemed um, one of the Wine and Crime um, sponsorship things today. And I've mm-hmm. got like 30 days of workouts in my own home. So, Yay! yes. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do awesome. it. I'm going to fucking do it. Girl, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Once I can breathe, I'm going to get on that elliptical. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love you. Okay. So I took inspiration from that, and Mm. we're going to talk a little bit about the Boston Marathon. Oh. Okay. We're going to bring this down, aren't we? No, we're not. Okay. No, no, no. We're not going to talk about the bombing. Okay. We're going to talk about runners. Okay, cool. Jesus. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, we were in such a happy place. No, I'm not going to bring it down. (laughs) We're going to bring in a little bit of rage, but it's going to be fun. Yes. So this is from, um, it's actually, I I, kind of clipped together a couple of Mental Floss articles. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of them, the main one that I'm using is called Amazing Tales from the Boston Marathon. Okay. Uh, by Bud Shaw. And then there's another one called 11 Fast Facts about the Boston Marathon that I found an expanded version of the story that I was originally looking for mm-hmm. uh, that I'm going to paste in here. And I don't know who wrote it. I'm sorry. Uh, you'll, have to, you'll have to look at our sources. So, yeah. But that's the title. So, um, <clears throat> of course, I didn't write any of this. But, um, okay. So, this is hilarious. I did not know that this happened. Mm-hmm. <coughs> that this was a thing that, that happens. Mm-hmm. At the Boston Marathon, but let's, uh, let's, let's, let's just dive in. I'm ready. Yes, I'm so All ready. Right. Runners dressed as Forrest Gump. Oh my God. Me. Bozo the Clown <laughs> and the Cat in the Hat all crossed the finish line in front of me at the ah! Boston Marathon one year. <laughs> Have you seen the Cat in the Hat with Mike Myers? Yes, I hated that movie. <laughs> it's. It's so, it's been memed unbelievably oh, so. It's wonderful. I, <laughs> I just don't like Mike Myers. <laughs> I loved it. I don't it. care for his comedy. <laughs> I bet you do. I just don't care for his comedy. That's fair. But, and I, that's actually the only movie I've ever walked out of the theater to. <laughs> oh my God. I walked out of the, I walked out of a Fat Albert movie one time just because I we was falling asleep. walked out of Percy Jackson and the Sea of Monsters as well. Yeah, I could understand that But we kept thinking it was going to turn itself around, and it just never did. That movie sucked. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. So did a shirtless participant running backwards, possibly in search of a Nike endorsement. A magic marker message was scrawled where you'd expect to see his chest. Backwards, man. If you just... (laughs) Instead of just do it. Oh, yes. Love it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, there's silence. You didn't get it. Okay. (laughs) It do just... (laughs) We oh, went all Yoda in this bitch. Yes. <laughs> <coughs> just do it, you will. Um, it so, do just, quote, unquote, you will. in front of me is not the same as, quote, unquote, ahead of me. <laughs> quote, unquote, ahead would suggest movement on my part. <laughs> Perspira- perspiration, even. Not standing at the finish line as a stationary as Boston's North Church taking notes for a story on the 100th anniversary of the greatest American road race. Me. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. I uh, am the reporter. <laughs> uh, 
I start sweating at the gym and I get mad. I'm like, I came here to look better. I didn't come here to sweat. Seriously, not to be gross. <laughs> That's why I do it at home. I can't go. Um, okay, though I might, I might need to just start going to a yoga class. I just need to bite the bullet and go. Yes, yoga classes are um, so cool. I know, I love it. Um, I love so hot yoga. The Kenyan win- the Kenyan winner that year, Moses Tanui? Tanui? Sure. Uh, crossed the finish line, bowed his head to accept the victor's wreath, and proceeded to answer questions without a hint of breathlessness. That jackass. Um, <laughs> he spoke as calmly as if he'd arrived by subway, which runner Rosie Ruiz did one year, but more on her later. Uh, Tanui has since retired, so he won't be competing in the 115th Boston Marathon on the third Monday of April, but the runner who caught my attention at the Centennial Race will return, once again pushing his son, Rick, in a wheelchair, and Aww. no doubt inspiring more people than the than all the wreath-crowned champions in the history of the event. That's amazing. Like that guy, for oh, sure. fuck me. Oops. What? I hit my table. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so let's hear about this guy. Yes. All right, so the title of this one is Let's Roll. Okay. Dick Hoyt is 70. Mm-hmm. Last year's Boston Marathon was the 1,000th race the Hoyts completed. Aww. That number includes 28 Boston Marathons and 238 triathlons. That is amazing, and I That's wish I had that insane. kind of endurance. Yeah. I just can't i don't even have that kind of like motivation me neither and let alone endurance i just have no desire to do any of that (laughs) (laughs) and it makes me feel like shit because like i should be able to do that and i'm not girl i have (laughs) country runners like in my entire family my cousin literally just qualified for the olympic trials oh wow yeah um, there was a girl who was in the Olympics who actually used to stay with the guy that mom and I keep. And like, That's she, crazy. she was so cool to talk to. It was, it was really Runners fun. Are insane people. Okay. Yeah. She was so a swimmer. Triathlons but... involve swimming, biking, and running. So mm-hmm. Dick Hoyt straps a small craft to his back and pulls his son through the water. And pedals him on a reconfigured bicycle to the bike run transition area. So not only is he doing this for himself, but he's doing it by pulling another human being. That is incredible. This guy is a fucking beast. What's going on with the son? Like, what? Oh, I don't know. He's just in a wheelchair. It doesn't oh, say. okay. Um, he probably got, um, I don't know. Maybe he had an accident. Maybe they used to do this together. You know, oh, like, oh, yeah. No, here it is. It's going to okay. say in just a second, literally. <clears throat> okay. My next guess was going to be this. Mm-hmm. Um, they have completed six Ironman triathlons, which are no Aww. fucking joke. That's a 2.4-mile swim, 112-mile 112, 112 bike, and a 26.2-mile run. So wow. Like, you swim a fuck ton, you bike a fuck ton, and then you run a fucking marathon. Holy <laughs> shit. All in one. Rick Hoyt. Is Rick, the son, is 49 now. His cerebral palsy was traced to oxygen deprivation at birth. Oh. Using a computer to communicate, he got his degree from Boston University. Holy the first shit. Your, the first computer-aided words he typed as a kid, go Bruins. Oh. Which is pretty fucking cool. Um, but yeah, so that's why that's why he uh, he pushes him, because he has cerebral palsy. Okay, walk. I see. Um, 
When Dick Hoyt realized how much his young son loved sports, he took him fishing, tying a string to his finger. He pushed him around the baseball diamond. Hockey was was a favorite of Rick's, so the father strapped bars to the back of a sled and used the blades of, a, of the sled as a hockey stick. Aww. Running was Rick's idea. Their first race was a <coughs> local five-miler. Oh, wow. That's amazing. It says, sorry, guys, I am. I have to eat. Um, I'm eating an apple, sorry. Um, <laughs> You're good. They finished next to last, but Rick Hoyt told his father he didn't feel handicapped when running. Mm-hmm. That's all Dick Hoyt needed to hear. Their first Boston Marathon together, they entered unofficially. The Boston Marathon, after all, is not for a beginner. Mm-hmm. It's really crazy. I was reading up on some of the places and, woo! I mean, this track is not easy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I bet. It's nuts. Um, it mostly doesn't even take place in Boston because it goes up like this crazy hill and it's just nuts. Oh, yeah. Um, while allowances are made for non-qualifying runners, most runners have to meet strenuous qualifying standards. So you can't just like sign up and do it. Like you have to actually qualify for it. Mm-hmm. Um, which is makes it different from just like running a marathon in your city or whatever. Oh, you know yeah. What yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which my cousins and my uncles and my, my dad and people like do all the time. They're like, oh, we're going to run the mini in Atlanta or, you know. Yeah. Um, I keep seeing this like this meme going around and this girl's like, my worst fear is marrying into a family that likes to do fucking marathons on the holidays. Like, who the hell is going to get up on a fucking Thanksgiving and go run in the morning? Go do the turkey trot. Yeah. (laughs) What kind of fucking person? There's people in my family that do that. Oh, God. No. My uncle does triathlons. (laughs) Ironman competitions. Oh, my God. a complete psychopath. (laughs) Um, Okay. So, in 1980, their first Boston... The race was made famous by the cheating Ruiz, who took the subway, (laughs) into the race late, was crowned champ, and stripped of the title eight days later. (laughs) 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 The Hoyts couldn't get a number that year. The Boston Athletic Association told them they needed to qualify, qualify like everyone else, and at the specified time for Rick's age group. He was 18. Oh, wow. The Hoyts had to qualify at two hours and 50 minutes fast oh they eventually ran the marine corps marathon in two hours and 45 to qualify both of them wow the day i watched the hoyts we'll see because i think it's like rick that's actually entering and Mm -hmm. his dad's running it and Mm -hmm. rick is 18 so they have to qualify at the age of an 18 year old yeah is what it sounds like to me wow Uh, which seems like a weird rule but yeah i mean whatever um i'll make the rules uh, <laughs> the day I watched the Hoyts finish Boston, the ovation was long and loud. They had been honored as centennial heroes at a function the same week. We've come a long way, Dick Hoyt said that day. Just to run the 100th Boston Marathon is satisfaction enough. Sometimes today, my, sometimes today, my feet weren't even touching the ground. Two years later, inspired in part by watching the Hoyts, I, the author, not me, by the way, Ran my first marathon. Fifteen years later, Team Hoyt is scheduled to compete at Boston again. May the wind always be at their back. Isn't that cool? That just fucking made me cry. Oh no! 
don't cry. Oh, it's, it's happy it's, tears. Yeah, it's happy tears. You, I think that was so inspirational. Like it we should was. all use that as an inspiration to like get off our butts and be a little more active. You don't That's, have to run a fucking marathon. But yeah, just, no. Like, you know, do some push-ups or, you know, you're laying on the couch. Do some sit-ups while you watch The Office or whatever the fuck you're, you know, or The Witcher, which was amazing. <laughs> um, you know. Just get, we all need to be a little more active. We can yeah. all stand to do that, especially in this age of like phones and shit, like in video games, like, and you know, we are in a golden age of TV, but the beauty of that is mm-hmm. you can watch TV while you exercise. Yes. So exactly. You know, yeah. Instead of being stationary, you know, get up and jog in place, do some jumping jacks, do something, you know. Uh, my mom fucking goes to the gym and watches her reality TV <coughs> shows on the treadmill. Exactly. Like. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I used to watch Charmed on the elliptical at the uh, at the gym when I was in college. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> All right. Uh, or I used to take a book too. <laughs> I saw I read or study while I was on the elliptical. I saw this girl that was on the stair climber reading a book, and mm-hmm. I was like, I'm gonna try that, and mm-hmm. fucking me on the stair climber. Uh, ain't no reading happening <laughs> just i have to put, i have to put my music on have the fan on the machine turned on me and just mm. have to hope that i don't look like a fucking rag oh, doll <laughs> well yeah you probably have to like hold on and oh yeah kind of short so <laughs> i yeah i'm very fucking short there's yeah there's no reading happening <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. okay but Oh. Let's let's do this real quick. Okay. okay. Yeah. Fun facts and oddities. This is my favorite. Uh, okay. All right. Uh-huh. The starting line at the Boston Marathon in 1897 was a heel dug in the dirt and scraped across the road. <laughs> a quote unquote handler accompanied each runner on a bicycle. Oh my God. No word on whether they were licensed paramedics. Oh, yikes. <laughs> Every runner had somebody on a bike behind them. How fucking insane is that? <laughs> that, wow. <laughs> Just wow. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Just wow. Yeah. Yep. All right. The Boston Herald story in the mid-1950s carried a warning. Quote, mm-hmm. no weaklings will be permitted to start the marathon tomorrow. Unquote. Doctors Rude. declared three runners unfit. They ran anyway and finished in the top ten. Oh wow! So high five, guys! Yeah, good <laughs> Thank job, <you> doctors. <laughs> <coughs> All right. The irony is the race that did so is that the race that did so much to popularize running in America and fought so hard for mainstream acceptance of running was hardly inclusive or accepting of older runners and women. Here we go. Oh, here we fucking go. In 1952, ageism and sexism. Dude is 70 and still killing it at Ironman competitions while pulling his fucking son. Yeah. Yeah. In 1952, the Boston Athletic Association told 52-year-old Peter Fo- 52, that's not even that old. It's Peter not. Peter Foley that he was too old to run. He shaved his gray beard and ran anyway. <laughs> Bam. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's a couple of women. You okay. Ready? Yeah. Um for the 100th anniversary, uh the reporter the, the author talked to Bob, Bobby Gibb. 
the first woman to run the Boston Marathon. She had to run it as a bandit. Wearing a hooded sweatshirt to conceal her identity, she hid in the bushes near the starting line. She told me she had sent an application to the BAA. The response? Quote, They said a woman... <laughs> they said women are in 1966 not physiologically able to run the marathon distance. Unquote. She said... No. Furthermore, they are not allowed to. (laughs) Unquote. Oh my God. Gibb, who trained in nursing shoes, but made the painful decision to run in brand new running shoes, ran a 321, which is good. That's amazing. I remember hearing one of them. It was one of these women that quoted and they, they they received that response and they said, but I run 10 miles every day. So that can't be true. Yeah. (laughs) That's, yeah, that is not correct. I literally (sighs) run 10 miles every day and I just did it in preparation for this. So, so you can (laughs) fuck right off. Like, (laughs) so that led to a swell of women sneaking in to run the marathon. Awesome. Uh, The next year we're going to talk about KV Switzer. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to switch over. This is where I'm going to switch over to the other blurb. So uh, in 1967, Catherine Switzer became the first woman to officially run the Boston Marathon. Of course, Bobby Gibb had been the first woman to complete the race a year prior, but it was unregistered. Yeah. Um, At the time, Boston Athletic Association rules prohibited women from participating. So guess what? She fucking did. What'd she do? Guess what? What do authors do? Oh, Who's they Switzer find a male using name. Using her initials. KV Switzer. Yes. Yes, Queen. The morning of April 19th, 1967, runner number 261 took her place among the other registered runners, initially blending in thanks to her gray sweatsuit. <laughs> <laughs> but a couple of miles in, Race organizer Jock Simple spotted her. Mm-hmm. Enraged, he tried to pull her off the course. No, he didn't. But yeah, they have video footage of it. Oh my god. Because this is a televised run. Yeah. <clears throat> and it was 1967, so there was there was definitely television. Yeah, they have televised footage of him trying to tackle her and pull her and rip her number off. What an asshole. Oh, he was an absolute fucking dick. Because like he was one of those people who was just like but the rule says no. But the rule says no. And she was like but I can do it. And he was like but no, women aren't allowed. Like just couldn't fucking move out of his like weird rule. He just ugh, he was the worst. There's wow. an amazing dollop specifically about women in the Boston Marathon if anybody wants to go listen to it. Um it's absolutely hilarious. Um, <laughs> so he tried to pull her off the cor- course. Her boyfriend at the time body checked him and Switzer kept him. <laughs> nice. He, he knocked him <laughs> off the course. <coughs> the incident and the shocking photos that resulted launched Switzer and women's running to the forefront of a national conversation about women's place in the world of sports. Switzer would go on to run several more marathons and would become a tireless advocate for female runners. This year, 50 years after she was nearly shoved off the course of her first marathon, the now 70-year-old is now returning to Boston to run it all over again. Oh, that's amazing. Once she crosses the finish line, listen, 
Once she crosses the finish line, the Boston Athletic Association plans to retire number 261, marking just the second time in its history it has retired a bib. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That, wow. That just gave me chills. Yeah, and honestly, you guys, these were these were written a couple of years ago, so that's probably already happened. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's just incredible. That's amazing. So amazing that they're act- that they're going to honor her that way. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I have more, full body chills. Like, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so inspiring. A <laughs> uh, couple more, and then we'll be done. So, okay. uh, the Boston Athletic Association finally began recording women's champions. Oh my god, this is such bullshit. So that all happened in 1967, okay? Uh-huh, yeah. But they didn't start actually writing down women's, like, the female champions' times <gasps> until Nina Kuschik won in 1972. She fucking won the thing. Oh my god. And so god. they had to write hers down. <laughs> oh my god, that is such bullshit yeah the 70s women had had rights for like what 22 years by this point yeah yeah nope still not seen as people can Uh, you believe that was 50 years ago now that was not that long ago yeah the most appropriately named champion of the boston marathon showed up at the 100th anniversary in 1996 Johnny Miles. <laughs> <laughs> he was 91 at the time. Wow. Yeah, man. Reached at his home in Nova Scotia, the 1929 winner, winner said, quote, The shoes I wore cost 98 cents. They were top of the line. <laughs> well, yes, because it was in the fucking 1920s. <laughs> like, I know, right? It was yeah. 1930, dude. <laughs> Oh, my God. Running shoes are crazy fucking expensive now. Yeah, my mom uh, got a pair that was originally, like, $180 for, like, 80 And Yeah, that's, like, modest. I'm yeah. pretty sure I have heard of them being, like, in the $300 range. Yeah. Just because of ergonomics and weight and all that crazy shit that goes into it. Yeah. Uh, okay, the tradition is for the Boston Red Sox to play at Fenway at 11 a.m. on Patriots Day, after which fans file out to cheer for the marathoners. That's awesome. After years of late-season folds by the, by the Sox, oh. the great Joan Benoit put on a Red Sox cap in Brooklyn, Brookline, not far from fin- Fenway, to remind her not to lose the lead. Oh, that's awesome. In 1907, race officials failed to check the railroad schedule in South Framingham. Oh, no. A freight train separated the lead runners from the rest of the field for more than a minute. <laughs> that sucks. Oh, my God, that sucks. Yeah. <coughs> All right. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, let's do one more. Okay. Done. This okay. has been kind of long. It's uh, okay. Okay. So Johnny Kelly is a two-time Boston Marathon champ and one of the event's most famous names. Mm-hmm. You might, uh, you want a measure of how much, of how much staying power a sports event has. You start right there. 
Kelly turns 80 this year. His nickname, quote, The Younger, <laughs> that's how Boston Marathon <laughs> fans and historians differentiate him from the other Boston Marathon champ of the same name. Oh, my God. <laughs> you guessed it. Johnny, the elder, Kelly. No relation. <laughs> Johnny, the younger, was tripped by a stray dog in Newton... <laughs> New Lower Falls in 1961. The dog ran with the marathon lead pack for almost a dozen miles. Oh, baby. According to the Boston Globe, Kelly held no grudges, saying, (laughs) Have you ever seen a dog in such good condition? And on that adorable note, we're finished. That's amazing. Yeah. I love it. (laughs) Five stars. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Five out of five stars. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Hopefully, this has given you some inspiration and a good chuckle. Yes. And I enjoyed it very much. I'm so glad. <laughs> uh, we love you. And remember, you are not a monster. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Talk Crooked. Music is by Gisla Niebach. Check out our website, talkcricket.wixsite.com slash podcast for sources and visual aids, as well as resources to get involved. To keep up with our nonsense and stay up to date on all things Cricket, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at Talk Cricket. To keep the shots coming, access ex- exclusive bonus content, get a free poster, and a shout out on air, head on over to our Patreon. All links can be found on our website. You can listen to us basically anywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have interesting stories relating to our content, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show. For business inquiries or sponsorships, please email us at carryandkbusiness at gmail.com. See you next time.